Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Hello and welcome to Girl on Fire podcast on the Believe Network, New York's number one podcast network for personal growth. This is your host, Kirsten Franklin, and on this week's show, our guest today, Rachel Brooks. Rachel Brooks is the founder of I Am Rachel Brooks, and she's the host of the Confident Woman podcast, as well as the founder of I Am Athletics, which is a fitness apparel line. She also happens to be a keynote speaker and an author. She has a book coming out. I don't know if it came out or if it's coming out soon. We will soon find out. Um, she's also a fitness and lifestyle consultant. And we have her on here today with us. We're going to be talking to her about her background. She was coming from the corporate world. She jumped out into a startup. And ever since then, she's kind of been successfully pursuing her entrepreneurial dream. And I know a lot of uh, people here in the group are uh, entrepreneurs, small business owners, or seeking to be that. So why don't you guys welcome Rachel Brooks. Hey, Rachel. Hi. Well, thank you for having me. Awesome. Thank you for being here. Yes, it's going to be great. I know that we had a kind of touch base a little bit about this topic and I'm actually kind of excited to share it because so many, uh, we get kind of stuck in our own mind. So you should know that with being a mindset coach. So looking forward to this. Awesome. Awesome. So why don't you tell us a little bit about your background? I know that you were kind of in the corporate world. You kind of climbed that ladder and back in like what, 2007, I think it was that you made the jump and really just jumped into a startup, right? Yes. Uh, so I had started um, at, in the corporate, I mean, it was, I started at the bottom. And I think that that's kind of the the story that is so important when we when we get our feet into the door and we're like, what is next? Where can I go? Where can I go? And it was the drive that propelled me into multiple promotions and eventually leading me to the highest position I can without having to leave um, or to relocate and become part of the, um, the district in a whole different state and everything. So I had promotion after promotion, going to school full to working 50 plus hours. And it just became such a burden on me, meaning like I was putting all this time and effort into the job that I was at and I didn't see a future. There were, I, I hit the top of where I wanted to go and I just kept asking myself, what is next? What, can, what else can I do? This isn't fulfilling me anymore. And I, at the time was looking elsewhere. And then the opportunity came up to help a startup back in 2007 with internet marketing. And I just took the huge risk and just said, well, if I already knew that I was capable of going from the bottom to the top in that short time frame, I know that I can make this happen again. And so that was the determination, the drive as long as, as well as the willpower to know that I was yearning for more. There was something big to pursue. And so I started up and we, we soared and it's been great since then. And it has also streamlined me into where I'm at now, 12 years later, 13 years later, almost. And just pursuing my dream of doing things that I really love to do. It created a lot of freedom, opened up a lot of opportunities and that's something that I really love to share and give back to 
many entrepreneurs looking to kind of on the fence, should I make the jump or not? And it's like, right. well, what, what do you, what do you really want? And like, what is it that you're ultimately chasing after? And I feel like that's the driving force. And for me, I was stuck there. Was, I couldn't go any further. And it was almost the drive and the motivation of promotions or the success of getting to the next level, which kept me going. And once we hit that top, it's kind of like, what's, you know, where, where else can I go? Right. Let me ask you this, you know, because we have a lot of viewers here and a lot of people in the group that um, are thinking about that, are thinking about making the jump. In fact, we have something going on Monday for a very small few uh, people about getting them the right steps, right? Like what they need to do. Tell me about, tell me how it was for you. Like what was the most difficult aspect? You know, obviously at some point there was the catalyst, right? You, you, you met your threshold and you were done and you were just going to go for it. But prior to that, there was a lot of questions. I'm sure you had fears. I'm sure you had thoughts that kind of held you back for a moment before jumping all in. Tell me a little bit about that time. Absolutely. To be honest, I was, I was terrified. (laughs) I was with the company for almost 10 years. And so that was a lot of security and it was actually one of my first real jobs outside of school. I I had 10 years of experience with this company. That was my security, my um, safety, my familiarity about all of that. And I knew that I was reliant on, and that was the, the biggest crutch was, well, if I uh, go into the startup or any other p- job or position or whatever I was doing, will it, will, w- what do I have to gain on the other side? And is that risk worth the reward? And I think at, for not even necessarily from a business perspective, but I think personally is that if you've already hit your threshold of pain or tolerance of anything that you're willing to accept, the, the risk outweighs or the reward outweighs the risk of, of taking that big leap. And for me, it was just, I couldn't go it anymore. And I knew that no matter what the outcome would be, I had confidence and faith in myself that if I've already come this far, then I will overcome any other obstacle as well. And I think we look back at our lives, and if we have a 100% track history of getting through life, then there's nothing that we can't face coming forward in overcome as well. Mm. Mm. Okay. I like that. I like that. Tell me a little bit about after the jump, you know, it sounds like, you know, like when you hear it in the bigger picture, it sounds like, yeah, you know, I hit my limit. I made this jump. This is amazing company, blah, blah, blah. But talk about some of the stuff that happened immediately. You know, you immediately go after the startup, basically. (laughs) So, so tell me a little bit about that, because I think that people get disappointed when they make the leap and it's not some cush, cush, smooth ride. And for those that do make the savings, I think that there is a sort of mental aspect that kind of can screw them, right? Like, oh, well, I have enough to get through six months. Let me take my time or I'll do it this way. But if they had done it in just a slightly other way with a little bit of urgency and a little bit of fire, it could have worked out differently and certainly been producing something within those six months, right? So tell me a little bit about just after the jump, kind of the, the ups and downs that happened for you then to share the the good bad and ugly and i think for me having that big fear set was again reliant on the security and your income and taking that big leap i lost the income <laughs> i lost the security i didn't have you know vacations and all the perks and the accolades that came with 
being at a position or a company for 10 plus years. So again, going back to how much did you want to step outside of this? How much a pain in a sense, I'm using that kind of loosely because everyone has that threshold. Are you willing to accept? So for me, I didn't even care. I just wanted out because I knew that I was, I, I wanted something better, more fulfilling in life. And that tie, being tied down to somebody else's um, job or position, or in a sense, having them control me by how many days I can get off, my hours, my money. And so for me, what I was really seeking after is if I'm able to do the things I want, because time is one of my biggest values. Money is great, but you trade mm-hmm. time and money. I'd rather have time and flexibility than have to show up and commit and have somebody kind of own me and my schedule in my life to give me X dollars in return. So if I had the time and flexibility, I would earn my own time or own money on my time. And right. so I kind of flipped that whole script. And when, when I started to pursue it that way, going into a startup, it's pretty much however much you're putting in your time and efforts, you see the reward because it's not trickling through all the extra people in, in a corporate world or, you know, all the, I don't know, investors and, and employees and all that. So it was pretty much a even exchange of time and money. And that right. was fulfilling to me because what I put in, I got out. Right, right, right. Much more than when you're in a corporate setting, right? X. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tell me a little bit about how you kind of ended it up in like fitness. Now you've competed, right? You've competed in, 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 uh, like, yes, I, I, (laughs) yes, I, I've competed in, um, multiple, uh, fitness competitions in the bikini division. And that was something that, so kind of going back into the previous question about leaving the job, it gave me so much time and flexibility. So I began doing the things that I wanted to do. And I really got involved into fitness and I had the flexibility and freedom in my schedule to start pursuing passions, hobbies, um, things that really lit me up and fitness being one of them. So I started pursuing that as um, I, I show, I share a lot of the fitness journey in my upcoming book, Chasing Perfection. Um, so we can kind of take it in a different route, but really owning it as far as the flexibility and freedom to create what you want in your life and having fitness is a huge part of it. Um, and I feel that fitness overall, um, being fit from within, which is your mental, emotional, spiritual, and your physical well-being, all of it as a whole. And that I feel really empowers an individual to become their best selves. And so whether it's personal or professional, so having that kind of is my, Go to was a way mm-hmm. to fill and fuel m- myself into becoming a better, you know, entrepreneur, a better uh, person overall. And so, yeah, fitness is it's it's up there. It's really important. So now you just brought this up. So let's talk about this for a second. Why don't you tell us a little bit about your book that's coming out? When first of all, what's the title of your book? Chasing Perfection: A Journey to Healing, Fitness, and Self Love. Okay, awesome, awesome. When is it coming out? We're hoping early spring, possibly March of 2020. So that's right around the corner. And yes. I'm super excited about it. This has been a labor of love. And again, doing the things that you love. So having that flexibility and freedom opens up to, I mean, endless possibilities. So awesome. I, I highly encourage that. So the book itself is, it, it starts with how I even became a competitive um, 
entering into my first bikini competition as a competitor into the fitness industry, as well as what happened during my first competition, kind of hitting rock bottom, and then rehabbing myself and doing the inner work versus the outer work, which we seem to look at fitness as a physical, um, as the reflection of what our bodies look like. And so when we look at flipping that in doing the inner work and uncovering, you know, limiting beliefs, the lies, the excuses, all the habits, behaviors, all that stuff that we inherit and we start to rebuild what is some, it's doing the inner work. And so knocking down everything that no longer served you, uh, creating new habits, beliefs into becoming your best and most confident self. And that's what translates on the outside. And so coming back after hitting that bottom, I entered in my, uh, at that time, it was my second fitness competition and it just showcases everything I've learned and overcome into falling in love with fitness for all the right reasons, falling in love with myself for the very first time. And letting go and healing was such a huge contribution to all of that overall. And so when you're able to let go of what you thought you were and all the things that you bring along with you as the stories, lies, excuses, beliefs, even your fears. And so that was one of the things I had to work through was like having that fear of what had held me back. Maybe I should have left my job years earlier or, you know what I mean? Like all the things that we need to let go of and reassess and rebuild and work on getting fit from within. And so I share all of that in my story and coming out on the other side of it, you become your best and most confident self. And that's the message I really want to want to want the readers to take away from that is that your past doesn't define you. You can let go of everything, redefine who you are and create your own story. And so that's something that I really try to impress upon with, with women uh, with my lifestyle and fitness consulting um, business as well. And we help break down the roadblocks, the mindsets, um, you know, what's really in the way of pursuing your dreams. Right. I think like any good coach in any field, whether it's sports, fitness, business, you know, anything, if they're not working with you on your mindset in some, in some aspect, they're missing it. Like, I don't care. <laughs> I don't care. So I might be pissing off a lot of people right now and I'm sorry. I don't really care because it's the truth because tell me you, you don't agree with me that at the core of all of it, it's in your head first and that right. everything from within your head then materializes on the outside, whether it's your physical fitness, whether it's your appearance, whether it's your ability to present, speak, anything, right? It's in your head first and it all comes out, even in your personal relationships, right? How you define what a mom is supposed to be. I'm a mom. How do I define that? Do I act in accordance with that? Should I change some aspects of that? Like what works for me, right? I mean, it's all in your head first, no? 100%. And that's exactly what I, I talk about in this, or in the stories because everything I thought and I believed was passed along through, um, you know, where we all start like childhood and then the belief yes. in the law. That we start to leave, but then we see and look for value, prove and comply. And so we build this all up. And so, like, and like when I really just had to take a look back at this big U haul of just 
stuff I'd been hauling around my, my, for, for mm. years and I had to sort through it. And yeah. what we, what I, what I find is that a lot of, um, what we do is we just slap band-aids on it or we use distractions or we mask something and we never really address anything head on. And that was where I sat in like this pit and I was just like all by myself pulling out one piece at a time and just saying, you know, it's ugly, dark and scary there, but I have to face it. And that's one of the biggest like takeaways for me in my life is that when I start to feel fear, I don't run or hide from it anymore. I'm just like, I mean, I could feel it come on. I'm like, okay, I'm going to face it. I'm facing it and, and right. I'm accepting it as a challenge to, because it's going to make me a better person as well. And I don't ever want to be fearful of a lie. Yes, yes, yes. Um, and I love that you, you just identified. I'm a very visual person. So when you said U-Haul, I'm like, yes, drop that shit. Don't take a U-Haul <laughs> of your crap from your old little tiny house to your big mansion. You don't want that shit. Get rid of it. Get new shit. Like get your shit. <laughs> exactly. Oh God, and it wasn't and it wasn't even like a little suitcase. I mean, I got the extra <laughs> the biggest U-Haul you could find and I just unpacked the crap out of it. <laughs> nice, nice. Good for you. Good for you. Good for you. So let me ask you, you know, you've been on this journey. You went from corporate, you jumped into a startup. For you, lucky, successful. You went through all the shit, right? That you have to go through. Uh, you did the work, you, you know, really dug into the mindset, you flipped that script for yourself as you continue to do each year. And I know because you and I are in that group with Dean Graziosi and Tony Robbins, and that's all we do all the time is right. fuck with our shit, fix it and move on. And, and that's it. Right. So I'm like, that's what we do. So it's beautiful. Um, tell me a little something like, just tell me if you were to leave this audience, if you were to leave the people watching this video or here on the live with us, uh, with one piece of advice, what would that be? there's so many pieces of, of advice, but I think ultimately when I look back at everything that I have overcome and achieved, the biggest takeaway would be to ask for help. And that was something I didn't do. I thought I could do it all. And it was like kind of a pride and an ego thing where it was like I had to prove myself and asking for help. I realized in doing so, I realized you're not meant to do life alone and asking for help. It opens the doors to build stress and overwhelming. And by wearing multiple hats in your business, you get just like burned out and you lose that passion for it. And it's just like, you know, whether it's business or life, it's just like, yeah, you don't want to be burned out. And it also frees up more time for you as yourself to do whatever you're good at and what you enjoy. Like for me, it was fit, pursuing fitness, pursuing, um, a, a different, um, coaching set or consulting business, writing a book, traveling, doing the things that I really enjoy. And it also allows you to allows the opportunity to, for others to show up and share and use their gifts, talents, and skills. And that's, that's something that we're all meant to connect and not to do life alone. So by asking for help, we have to be open to receiving it. And you wouldn't, you'd be just like surprised at first, how many people are willing to offer to help you. And it's yeah. not because they look at you as like, oh, you can't do it. They genuinely believe in you and they genuinely want to contribute. And mm -hmm. that's how we all connect is that we either share, um, you know, like storytelling or sharing, uh, you know, something we learned or maybe you share a bite of your food. You know, we're, we're meant to share. And right. if we're closed off and we don't allow people into, you know, 
give us help and share their gifts and talents, then we're missing out on the connection that we need as human beings to make our dreams come true. Yes, absolutely. Love it. Love it. Love it. Um, yeah, it's definitely a two way street. It's an openness. It's a channel. And when that channel is open and flowing, you'd be, su- you're absolutely right. You'd be surprised at how much stuff just shows up for you. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome. Well, listen, Rachel, thank you so much for your time today. One last thing I'd love to uh, get from you is who would be the ideal person? What would be the thing that they're going to get if they were to go out and, and buy your book? Right. Who would be the person that would most benefit and how would they benefit? The person who most benefit from that, obviously my, um, you know, I speak from a woman's perspective. So obviously women who are are just feeling really unstuck and and not feeling valued or worthy amongst themselves. And obviously the chase of perfection, I find that it's very common with women, especially when we're looking from an external perspective, say like our physical Mm -hmm. bodies and we Mm -hmm. start chasing things that we think would bring us happiness, worth, acceptance, love. And so if you're looking for that, I highly suggest that you read my book because I will show how you can overcome it and really find all of that within. Awesome. 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 So listen, when you're ready and you have all that set up, we will put the links below for people to check that out. And thank you so much. Uh, I really appreciated our time together here. And I loved the gem that you gave to us about asking for help, that you're not really meant to do life or business alone. That's amazing. Totally on point. And, and thank you. All right, guys. Thank you. Today's episode was sponsored by Red Real Estate Domination. Real Estate Domination Live 2020 is happening this year in Orlando, June 19th. It's a Friday. It's a one-day event with a mastermind Saturday morning following the full-day event. So if you are in real estate investing, you definitely want to be here. There's going to be top speakers from around the world sorry, around America. We don't have the people coming overseas. And uh, they'll be presenting on all of their tactics uh, from everything from tax liens to uh, how to actually build your business and other things like wholesaling, creative finance deals and the like. You can check it out later. I don't even know if they have a site up yet, but uh, we'll put all the links in below. And thanks for joining us. So that is it for this week. Thank you for joining me. And I hope that you enjoyed today's show. If so, don't forget to rate it. If you guys have a pressing question, feel free to tweet me at CS Thrive or on Instagram at Thrive Tribe 3.14159. Again, I know that's a weird one. It's just pi. So it's three, it's Thrive underscore Tribe underscore 3.14159. Or of course, you can join me in Facebook at my free group, which is Thrive Tribe Global. If you just search groups and you enter in Thrive Tribe Global, you should see us there um, and you can join it for free. Uh, I answer your questions in there, but if you guys send me a question through there, I will be sure to answer it here on this podcast. And as always, if you're ever interested in advertising on this show, please contact the Believe Network at Believe, B-L-E-A-V, at believe.com. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.